Carly Rae Jepsen tweeted this last night. Looks like the kid from Big Daddy now. Ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> We're gonna do a bunch of winners and losers from the Grammys. Uh, let's start with winners: white people who didn't need a win. Uh, oh. Losers: music. Yeah, right. Big, uh, big win for white people at the Grammys this year. They finally, they finally got one. Finally, an award show to. To borrow some phrasing from our guys over at Pardon My Take, an award show by white people for white people. This is why white people who didn't need a win won, because they got to get everything. They got to watch the great performances, regardless of skin color, regardless of gender, and just get this these great performances. And they got to give all the awards to white people who didn't deserve it. I right. feel bad. I'm basically calling Adele racist, which she isn't. It's not her fault, but Adele winning album of the year is the most horrifying fucking thing. One of my friends texted me on Sunday and was like, hey, just realize what happens if Adele beats out Beyonce? And oh, it was God. like somebody the day before election day being like, wait a second, there's a chance that Trump could win. And you're, you're like, like, oh my God. Fuck up. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, your, your first instinct no, is but to I'm be saying, like, I'm saying your instinct is to say, shut the fuck up. He's right. not going to win. Adele's not going to win. No, but that that shows what a pessimist I am that when I got, when when they said that I was like, "Huh. Wait. <laughs> we live in such a we live in such a fucked up world, especially now that we've seen Trump win. It's like, wait. Adele could really get album of the year one year removed from Taylor Swift winning over to Pimp Butterfly. Uh and I actually like, liked 1989. And- I loved 1989. Yeah, I still I, you I, wanted it to win. I still wanted it to win. Yeah, well, um, got a jar. But like, but like, how many years are we removed from Macklemore winning over Kendrick? Yes. Yeah, That's, winning best what, rap what, album. Is that That's, four years ago? That would be. Uh, it's three or four years ago. It's uh, four years. Three or four. Uh, I don't know. I, nobody. Knows. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious. Adele's reaction said it all, honestly. Like she won, she won Song of the Year, Record of the Year. Both of those speeches, she was like, "Oh, this is so great! Thanks so much! Like this means so much!" And then she wins, she wins Album of the Year. Gets up on stage, she's like, uh, "I don't know about this one, guys. <laughs> I didn't vote." She's like, oh, "You fucked up. <laughs> this one shouldn't have happened." You probably know that you. Uh, probably fucked up when the winner gets on stage and is like uh i feel guilty this about isn't this isn't helping <laughs> this climate right. um i got to say this though uh when adele did win it sucked because i went from so irate and angry and upset and basically seeing the next 5 hours of my life which involved not being able to sleep which that took place um but then they all got up on stage and it's basically my kind of party up there. It's yeah. Max Martin, Ariel Rekshai, like every awesome producer. And I'm like, oh my God, the conversation I would like to have with these people. But then, um, it's, uh, gotta give shouts, winner, Solange. Yeah, for sure. Because she solidified that at some point she's gonna murder somebody that Beyonce didn't even ask her to murder. She, uh, she tweeted out the Frank Ocean Tumblr post that I did not know about. I didn't know about that either. Where Frank was basically like, hey, you know how I'm not nominated for anything? It's not because I fucked up a few years ago at the Grammys. It's because the Grammys are kind of feeling white people right now, which is, <laughs> as we just said, Apparently not ago, wrong. very, very true. Very true. Uh, 
with night so what solange did by the way yeah she tweeted that out and said like what up frank and it was right after adele won so with 19 i don't even want to compare 1989 winning over uh to pin butterfly to pin butterfly i think is objectively better but 1989 you're like all right but the, all that, these producers came together right. it's almost like the la la land of uh they made that album with the intention of it winning a shitload of grammys totally and they did that with 25 too except here's the thing it wasn't she good such better shit than <laughs> yeah. 25 so she that should be that should be viewed in my mind i've probably said this a thousand times on this podcast as a colossal failure that's like her medellin i think she yeah. got Max Martin. She got Esty Himes on that album. Like everyone that I, like I said, every, my kind of party made yeah. that album and uh, it was not great. Um, I mean, obviously it sucks for Beyonce that she didn't win, but this also sucks also, for Adele. She's also but, pregnant. Right. So double <laughs> yeah. whammy. I don't know if anybody knew that either. Um, also sucks for Adele. Uh, not to like be like, oh, poor white people, but <laughs> it sucks for Adele because now people are going to start to turn on Adele for no reason because. Oh, I love it. This has been overdue, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, I somewhat agree, but I'm I'm not at all an, an Adele hater. Uh, I like her. I think that she's super talented. But 25 was hugely disappointing. This happens to me with most arguments. I dig in so hard, so I don't want to be an Adele hater either. You'll wake up out of a blackout and be like, "Fuck, I don't even hate Adele that this much." Like, right? But you're I, just so staunchly like def- trying to push lemonade or or honestly yeah. like almost any other album in that category other than yes Muse. yes the uh the shitty comparison i'll make but i i apply this to everything in the 2004 nfl draft my my best friend and i would argue endlessly about who the best quarterback in that draft was going to be he thought it was going to be ben roethlisberger i thought it was going to be philip rivers obviously i ended up being right just kidding but um throughout their entire careers we've without disliking the other player basically said the other one sucks so if anyone and same with eli manning he's in that draft class too like i don't think that eli manning is the worst player in the world but i think that philip rivers is better than him so i get to this point where i'm like man fuck eli manning and <laughs> that's what i do with adele now every time she fucks up her first performance last night to open the show sucked not that was good, a very good. bad performance and i'm the dick who has to point that out because with adele for I, I, I said it to you yeah, I was uh, I was texting with you and a couple other people about like, do we do this? Do we put the do we do we alert the world to just a heads up, everybody? This isn't good because there's this thing with when Adele gets on stage, everyone's like, oh my god, I I've got all the feels. She's doing so much. And she's they're acting like she's fucking Justin Bieber out there, and <laughs> that's that's just not the case. So. I also fucking, oh, I goddamn hate the fact that they opened up with a song that's like two years old at this point. Yeah, Hello is so fucking old. Hello has had birthdays. Yeah. That's, that's an old ass song. Also, uh, it's Alone by Heart. That's, yeah. that, that song shouldn't be winning. Much like uh, uh, Thinking Out Loud won, and that's Let's Get It On. Yeah, but if anybody else sang Hello, the song would not be good. Like, it's cool, only man. good because Adele crushes it. Yeah, I uh, I said this to a friend yesterday. Does it make me a bad person that when she gets to the chorus of um, of Hello and she just lets out the hello from the other side and everyone just starts cheering and standing up, their happiness makes me so unhappy. 
Like, I don't like that people are getting stuff out of this. Like that made everyone's night, and I hate that it that people were happy. Yeah, it's, that probably makes you a bad guy. But. Uh, she also, I got to give her credit. Uh, we pointed out when she fucked up her first performance. She pointed out when she fucked up her second performance. So she's catching yep. up at least. Yep. Uh, uh, I give her credit uh, for that. All right, uh, I got a loser. Uh, Twenty one pilots. Yes, because. Uh, the good news is Congrats that the sucks. they bragged about banging each other back in the day. <laughs> the good news is that they're winners because they took home a Grammy. But the bad news is that they're losers because they're still twenty-one pilots. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough blow. That's a tough it, Grammy it, night. Up and down roller coaster. Especially a tough Grammy night because now people know what they look like. Yeah. Uh, when I see twenty-one pilots, I have questions about if the guy has his hand tattooed black. And then I think, snap out of it, DJ. This is what they want you. This is, they want you to be caught up in their mystique and their aura, which is so fucking weird. So I just, I set that out. I, whenever I get a question about 21 Pilots, like last night, it popped in my head. Did they bang each other? Are they, what are they bragging about right now? I said, nope, put it out of your mind. You're, you get to listen to that one song, Heathens, which I maintain, bangs. Not, not a good song. Heathens? Heathens is good. The, uh, the stressed out one, I don't like. I don't like any, I don't like any of their shit. I think that uh, I saw them at Boston Calling one time. Shouts to my guy, Scott McLaughlin, for tweeting, wow, 21 pilots are so good that I forgot I've seen them live before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, What was I going to say? I think Fuddleberg had a good take uh, about the pants thing. He said uh, it would have been funny, would have been commendable if they just got up on stage and didn't acknowledge the fact that they took their pants off. But yeah, but. I also, just, at that point, I need, I need, I need some penis. I, I, I feel like you have gotta piss or get off the pot there. Or I mean, I mean, have some confidence in yourself. Wear a speedo or something. Yeah, it's like it's like they were planning on not winning, so they kind of just threw on their every everyday boxer briefs. Uh, you know, one of them should have stuffed. <laughs> maybe they and, did, and, and maybe then they, they just weren't, weren't great at it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great. That would be another thing that would get everyone talking about them like hey is there maybe a little rivalry between the two because one of them is packing that john ham and the other one is working with uh what's his face uh connor from pop star nice. do uh do, do adults get like random boners random boners like sitting down and you're like like ah. just like all of a sudden just like oop, my, my penis is hard well i, I do happened? recall that being a big problem back in the day I mean, definitely in high school. Style, like, that's that's the worst. If you like school. dozed off for a second in class, yeah, that was yeah, that was a plague. Time. That was a plague in high school. Right. Uh, so Lots I was coffee. just stay alert, kids. <laughs> I was just kind of uh, I was just kind of curious if that uh, if that is a thing as an adult because that would have been horrifying if that dude had to take off his pants and it was just popping some wood. It would have been fine if he had a small boner. If it was one of those things where you're like, I'm saying one of the, those things, like it's a thing where you're like, I can't tell if that guy's a boner or not. Then, but also, that would have fed into their thing. We would have all been talking about, hey, what's the boner situation with 21 Pilots? Most of today's podcast, just a heads up, has been us talking about whether or not 21 Pilots have, have big dicks boners. So they, do, so they are huge winners of Grammy night because all we're talking about is their dicks. Uh, another big loser, James Corden totally flopped uh i don't think he flopped i thought it was a weird move during uh whose performance did they show james corden in the audience they did for like they did that like 19 times it's like you know we know he's there he was talking earlier 
and he like he was holding the mic and like trying to clap and yeah like, he was yeah he was so he was basically the Taylor Swift stand-in for yeah cutaway shots. Uh, Taylor Swift uh, was not there. She is pregnant Thank God. as well. She's late breaking news. Who knows? Let's go with that. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is, we're gonna get to this later. It's very exciting. No, I'll just say it. We'll just it's a small thing. Um, we have a new segment that we're gonna do called uh, late breaking news, and that's when we find out something that we would normally talk about on this podcast but we don't find it out until like a month later so basically it's like most zach efron heat checks it's, it's just late breaking news for us yes so it's it's breaking news but it's late so that's where you get <laughs> late breaking news uh the late breaking news is that uh brian luttrell wanted backstreet boys to perform at the inauguration Ooh, that is i hadn't heard that how did that get swept under the rug so so hard uh i don't even know what did i oh, okay so i was searching so feidelberg had retweeted something back right before the inauguration that was terrible but sinbad retweeted something similar to it so i lo- went and looked it up so you know the video of trump saying uh look at my african-american isn't like isn't he the best or something like yeah. that so that that's horrifying. So uh, yep. before the inauguration, when no one will perform, someone tweeted, uh, "Like Trump is willing to pay seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for anyone to perform at the inauguration." And then it's uh, me, and it's a picture of a kid dancing. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Uh, with yeah. Trump going, "Look at my African American." Yeah. So just horrible. So Sinbad basically retweeted a very similar tweet. So I was looking for that tweet, and I searched. Uh, trump inauguration uh play and if i hadn't searched play then most of your tweets would have come up but play was in there so it uh so one of the things was like can you believe brian luttrell wanted them to play at the inauguration so that's how i spent about two and a half hours and i found the video of him with tmz and he's one of those guys he was saying um he's like at the end of the day we're talking about the commander in chief. Oh, back to there. It's like, oh. no, nope, nope, not with this guy. <laughs> I can't say it with this guy. What song do the Backstreet Boys play if they perform at the inauguration? That's a good uh, question. White Street's back. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. A little, little quip on my part. Uh, so uh, let me see. Uh, Lucas Graham, we both had the same take. Hot Tub Time Machine Kid slash Dwight Jr. Yes. I said, I actually said uh, the kid from Two and a Half Men. Uh, that's good. Well, you can do that with any uh, potentially doughy kid. Yeah, for sure. Like, give me uh, a week and I'm the kid from Two and a Half Men. <laughs> uh, so is he a winner or a loser? I, uh, I, think, that he, I, think, is... I think he's a winner, but just because, like, we shouldn't know who Lucas Graham is. He's a winner because... Uh, he confirmed I, I was able to go to come out of the Grammys thinking what I thought of him before. Uh, Bry Guy is uh, unwavering adamant in the fact that Lucas Graham's album is really good. And I tweeted a bunch of I've made fun of Lucas Graham a thousand. He's my new Charlie Poof. I've <laughs> tweeted thousands of times about how much I hate that seven years old song. Apparently, this kid this one time used to be seven. We've so, gone over this. So, you know, congrats on that. Uh, so I was tweeting a, a, big, about a big, a huge, huge couple of years for people telling us how old they are. I know. If Taylor, played, Taylor Swift, 1989, album of the year. Yep. Adele, 25, album yep. of the year. Lucas Graham, uh, nominated for record of the year. 
And if, uh, if Ed Sheeran had picked the right song, then we would have heard that when he was six years old, he yeah. broke his leg. Yeah. Crazy shit. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I went into it thinking that, all right, I hate this one song by him, but supposedly he's good. Yeah. And when he did that performance, I hated the song, but he was wild the fuck out. Like that, that kid can sing. So I came out of it being like, okay, he's, he's probably good, but I'm going to kill myself. If I hear that song one more time. <laughs> That, uh, that he probably hates that song t- just as much we as we do at this point. That's one of those things, though. You you can't write a song that panders that much unless you're really willing to spend the rest of your life playing it. I mean, Billy Joel, it's his blessing and his curse, right? He has to play. I would say that those are equally pandering songs, but Piano Man's a fucking good song. Yeah. Seven years old, you don't hear that, and you're like, ooh, this yeah. pleases my ears. <laughs> this is like, refreshing. What the fuck is this guy? crooning about uh winner uh gary clark jr because, oh, because winner he's, me because i got to see everyone right? tweet about like oh who's this handsome man playing guitar gary clark jr is just a winner every day that he wakes up as gary clark jr oh he's uh although i'm i'm surprised at, at, at uh his his presence in commercials he was in uh the lincoln commercial yeah i'm surprised by how few people no very popular artist gary clark jr yeah when he got up there everyone was like who's this handsome guy and uh, there are a lot of people were saying randy, randy Moss, Moss. yeah um which uh that's another white people one they got to be maybe a little racist there, i uh, i almost let that slide for some reason i thought that it was he does look a little bit like him or at least he did last night and i almost retweeted it but i was like mm, might be racist so i think i think that people saw a black guy with scruff I mean, the beard and like the facial features, a little bit of it is Randy Moss. Um, I'll tell you, no person, regardless of skin color, can pull off a hat the way that I, Gary Clark pulls off it. Unbelievable. I, that man is, he should, he shouldn't have to work another day in his life. He should get paid by hats to just <laughs> wear hats. Uh, I forgot until last night that he's also Friday Night Light star. That's right, season five. Four, four right? Four or so, five. Yeah, four it's, five. it's one of the East Dillon ones. Yeah. Uh, Buddy is just throwing around money, bringing oh. in Gary Clark Jr., although he, he hadn't really blown yet. But when I was watching, so we both watched that show late. So it was like a couple of years ago <laughs> I was watching that show. And I was like, holy fuck, that's Gary Clark Jr. Uh, uh, anyone who hasn't seen him, I would recommend going to one of his shows. You just kind of sit around, drink beers, listen to the blues. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, another winner, Rihanna. Even though she didn't win anything, she got blanked. But she probably got more coverage than anybody else on the night. <laughs> yeah, and she also, every time anybody won something, people said that Rihanna was better. So that's uh, somehow Rihanna, who is has been a top 40 star for a million years, is now the cool like, indie artist. Like, yeah, like the in the slated. disrespected category. Right. Yeah, so... That that happened a lot, and people were doing that with Beyonce, and Beyonce didn't even win anything. Beyonce just Beyonce. They, I saw this the other day. She's won like fourteen Grammys or something, and thirteen of them have been, or maybe all of them have been uh, genre Grammys. So, really? Wow. Yeah. So like best urban contemporary album and shit like that. So um, Rihanna also looked fantastic. Rihanna always oh, looks fantastic. Rihanna's a fucking babe. Uh, here's here's a cool one. Uh, winner, the time, 
because Morris Day in the time crushed it. Loser time because Heidi Klum and Jennifer Lopez both looked amazing. That's that's a good point. Uh, also, time was a loser because that show was 19 hours long. Yeah, t- our time was a huge. Right. Loser. <laughs> uh, Jen- I don't. I'm waiting for the Jennifer Lopez drop off, and I don't know if it's coming. Yeah, Still no, I, I, we're all gonna die before she before she loses <laughs> before an, she's not a ten. Drop off her fastball. Uh, Heidi Klum was fantastic. Good call on that. Uh, yeah, like some I, days. I, I missed. Uh, I missed. Congrats to James Corden's dad. I know. Seriously, speaking of popping boners, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, loser, Nick Jonas. Uh well, well, okay. Uh, here, here's here's my case for him being a winner. He was invited to the Grammys after his guitar fiasco. Yeah, a year should not ago. be allowed to uh, go to award shows ever again. Should never be considered a musician again. Also, uh, when he spoke, so he presented, and I was like, "Huh, don't think I've ever heard Nick Jonas speak before." Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have either. Before uh, last night, uh, I, I also just off don't that that uh, James no. Corden's mom thing well. He, he wasn't as charming, but so no. this is going to be a shocker. <laughs> he was not. He was not as charming and or sexy as Heidi Klum. Right. Controversial <laughs> take. Let's throw it out there. Uh, I just don't. I don't get Nick Jonas. I've said this before on the podcast, but I. I don't. I don't understand that guy's appeal. I de- no. I definitely think that he's good looking, but I think that he's good looking like, like kind of an average yeah. person's good looking. Right. Yeah. Like I could. Uh, yeah. He he's not holding. He's not holding his own in a in a heavyweight bout. Like, if you put me, Nick Jonas, and Colin Jost in a room, I would like to think people would be torn. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. Uh, uh, loser, Mike Posner? Uh, yes. I don't, I don't know what the hell that guy was doing, honestly. <laughs> that's, wait, the best, that's the best take I have on, on that wait, guy. Wait, what did he do? You didn't see, like, any of the, the, the red carpet shit that he did? And he had fucking bright green hair. He looked like Jared Leto's Oh, no, Joker. I missed the red carpet stuff. I had to... Uh, a uh, quick little feather in my cap. Uh, I destroyed Felger. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was like a very polite. Uh, you come away from it being like, "Ooh, Felger's dumb," kind of thing. <laughs> so I had to go I had to do that, and then I raced home in the snow to see. The- so he basically was Jared Leto as the Joker at the Grammys. Ah, uh, that's not cool. Nope, and especially it's especially confusing because Mike Posner's biggest hit over the past year is like him singing about how depressed and how like how much he hates LA and Hollywood and like the show business. Right. And then then he comes out to like the biggest exposure night uh, in, in the business and does like the biggest attention grab and (laughs) like an annoying, obnoxious move that you can do. Also, if you, you're going to write a song these days about not, uh, about being over LA and kind of done with it, then you, you just got to gotta bring disappear. The fucking heat because yeah. no, you gotta, like, because you no more in LA. Uh, leaving Los Feliz, uh, I mean, say goodbye to Hollywood. There are so many damn good songs about being like, all right, see you later, guys. And well, yeah, if you're talking music, you come hard. I mean, I like to take a pill in Ibiza, but yeah. uh, I think just in terms of like presenting yourself, you, if you're going to tell people that you're over LA and like your your show business sucks, like just disappear for a while, man. That's what John Mayer did. Worked out pretty well for him. Uh, we were asking this question, and we both had the same answer. If someone had won an award, I, I threw out the hypothetical of 21 Pilots, but I think it could be anyone. If somebody accepted an award and yelled, this one's for Harambe, 
would it have been funny? It depends who it is. I think if 21 Pilots did it, they're fucking random and nobody cares about them enough to be like, what It'd be like, yeah, they, they wasted like, their acceptance speech yeah. on be like, a dead like, joke. Like, huh, I don't really get their music and I'm not a huge fan, but those guys are wild. So, yeah. <laughs> 21 Pilots came off as being like, obviously they took their pants off, but they came off as just being fucking lame. Yeah, I think that's the perception with them. Right. They, yeah. they, they try super duper hard. Yeah, they're like the chain smokers. Yeah, uh, losers. I, I, not I, only the chain smokers, us for not getting to witness a chain smokers acceptance speech at the Grammys. Uh, losers, us because I get really mad when an obvious joke and or callback to something to a previous joke you've made is put out there, is tweeted, and people respond to it thinking that you're dumb. And taking it seriously, and so you like, did that so, with yeah. the chain smokers, and people were like, "Oh, chance the, you, uh, I tweeted, I tweeted, yeah. I tweeted that the chain smoker. I tweeted all caps right after Chance won uh, for best best new artist. Uh, mm-hmm. I tweeted, uh, but the chain smokers are real artists, <laughs> and obviously, it was, tweet. It was mocking the chain smokers for ins- trying to insist to everybody <laughs> who will listen that they are real artists. Uh, and not only the real artists, but that they're fucking driving the train. Right? <laughs> Every other real artist is behind them on yes. the bus. Yeah. Uh, so I tweeted that out there and people shockingly did not understand. I shouldn't should have seen it coming. Uh, they thought that I was basically saying that the chain smokers should have won best new artist over chance. And I got reamed out a little bit and I had to quickly post a, cor- uh, not a correction, but like a, insisting that i'm not anti-chance it was smokers it was an sotyi yes you um uh there's i've probably referenced this before but my favorite moment in arrested development is uh the warden at the prison has a screenplay and all he does is talk about his screenplay and how he's written the screenplay about uh it's like a podcast right exactly yes so uh he's he's constantly referencing it and uh He's talking to somebody, and he says, "Like, well, who knows? Uh, like, or it could be worse. I could beat you with a sock full of batteries, and, he, and it's really awkward." And then, as the scene ends, very, very faintly in the background, you're not supposed to even see this unless you've watched the episode a million times. In the background, you see him walk away, <laughs> saying, "I don't know why I assume everyone's read my screenplay." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way I feel when either of us tweets something and gets shit for it we just assume that literally everybody listens to brunch which i don't think that's a bad way to go through life because you you weed out the the idiots like last night i only got a couple oh the bruins are playing why aren't you tweeting about the bruins like i was fucking watch i had i had one on fucking mute sorry i didn't listen i I love my guy oh no it was on uh nbcsn so it wasn't even jack yeah um i had the game on mute Shut the fuck up. Relax. Right. But n- normally, I would get a thousand of those. Oh, yeah. All those people are gone now. They fucking left. I, I mean, I do it every time. But anytime somebody tweets at me, I'd be like, oh, shit. Wish I could have two TVs. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a way that you could yeah. do two things at once. Yep. Uh, so I think that's happening less and less. And I think it's because literally every time somebody tweets at me, I'm just like, oh, man, you're right. I can't. I can't have two TVs. Damn. Uh, shit uh what did we think of bruno mars 
doing a little so uh, I wanted cosplaying. To talk, I wanted to talk about this because you, I didn't agree with your take. I didn't think that it was weird that he dressed up as Prince during the Prince tribute. I thought it was, I just didn't quite need that. I could have used some Prince-esque themed stuff, do a little shiny stuff, do some velvet, do some fun things there. Uh, I didn't need the full-on, I'm dressing up as Prince. But here's the thing. Here's why I didn't have a problem. Especially because he is such an impersonator. Right. It, it, felt, it felt a little weird to me. But here's the thing. Uh, this is why it didn't bother me. Uh, it didn't feel out of place with Bruno Mars because he is like that impersonator kind of guy. And also, there is like a 98% chance that he already owned that Prince outfit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's Bruno Mars uh, owned and has had sex in that Prince outfit before. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just want to say, like, it doesn't even need to be said, but Bruno Mars winner because he performed live. That guy is brings the fastball more consistently than anybody on the planet. Oh, yeah. He and Fuddleberg raised the point that uh, Tori Kelly performs at every award show. Uh, Bruno Mars should perform at every award show. I'm totally cool with him having two performances. Bruno Mars should perform at every live event ever. Yes. Um, I, uh, Here's a little inside baseball. The guitar solo that he played at the end uh, was not impressive. It sounded uh, it sounded really cool, but he was doing something that's very easy to do. You're just doing double pull offs. That's easy. fine, but yeah. it's Bruno Mars. Like I don't expect him to be like a fucking f- fantastic oh, no, guitar I know. player. I'm I'm just kind of adeling this, just saying. All right, so that was that was good. Let's not get carried away with this one part, though. You also got very. Uh, you got very. Uh, hey, listen, this isn't impressive with Ed Sheeran's performance. Uh, I'm not no, and I yes I, you did. did, did I'll I didn't go back tweet. and read the text. So. Yeah, so I didn't tweet about it. I texted about it. Uh, are we You're to the point where we've seen the loop pedal? We know you can. Yeah, we know, but like he needs still to do it cool. less than fifty percent of his performances. Yeah, he, okay. That needs to be a once every eight performances, not every other. But here's the thing. And I've said here's the thing like 19 times during this podcast. Uh, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. It's like it's Ed Sheeran's thing. He pulls it off better than pretty much anybody out there because Ed Sheeran just seems like such a lonely guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when he like yeah. when he does like the entire people that he doesn't have friends. Right. Exactly. So when he does like the whole like, ah, I don't have a band, so I got to do this all by myself thing. It kind of works, which is funny because that pedal uh has to be constructed just for him that's you can't go and buy that pedal so i'm sure that pedal costs like ten thousand dollars to make so he could easily pay musicians to play with him and he's like nope gonna dump it all into a pedal so i can play by myself i mean that's a guy who wrote a song on his first album about uh just like getting drunk by himself every night like and with his cat oh well that that happens when you reach adulthood spoiler it everybody that's that's a thing who knew yeah, but I mean, like, with his cat, and just, like, he... I, I That that guy's a very sad person, I think. Uh, yeah, but I think he's cool with his sadness. Yeah, he, definitely. He brags about it. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, his sadness has gotten him rich and famous, so... Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Sturgill Simpson. Gotta give him a shout-out. He he's killed it. Amazing. He had the second-best performance of the night. He uh, his country his album was really 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 good like that's the best country album in since Chris Stapleton's album those are the only two that I've wanted to listen to 
on he was the one who incorporated the, the horns, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that's his dude, horns. That's the way to go. Well, his album is just basically country plus electric piano and organ and horns, and that's everything you want. Yep. Like everything is better with horns. Yes. Um, the best performance of the night, of course, Chancellor Bennett, aka Chancellor Rapper, ever heard Disagree. of him. Oh, uh, you're going to say Bruno Mars's first nope. performance? Nope. Tried. Uh, yeah, I don't think it started out great. I, th- I think that, that they were too hype. I think they came out too hype, shut their wad a bit, and they needed. Uh, and then I think during Anderson Pack there was a little. Uh, all right, so what's going on here? I uh, I liked Tribe the best. So. I enjoyed it. I thought that uh, it was interesting that that was the only political performance. Uh, Busta Rhymes coming out wearing a Santa belt. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, he was like he was in a long coat with Santa belt, uh, and just basically like. So, like, if Santa had, if they made, like, a movie about Santa's, like, evil, evil twin, yeah. or evil, like, long-lost brother, it would have been Busta Rhymes. Yeah. He, uh, I, I think that Busta might be a snowflake. I think that they would call him a, a liberal. Did, uh, did Trump tweet about him at all? Uh, not yet, I don't believe. That's, that's pretty incredible. You know, he's too busy, uh, talking national security, in and a very public, public rooms. Oh, <laughs> uh, he. I didn't vote for him, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm t- yeah. Uh, every time we bring up Trump, I'm like, don't spend the next twenty minutes freaking out about Trump. Um, the yeah, no, the uh, the tribe performance I thought was very good. Could have been better, but I thought it was cool that they they were all standing up there uh, with consequence and Buster Rhymes. And Anderson Pack. I also love that they did the uh, the Fife tribute. Yes, that yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, it sucks that they always have to play uh, "We the People" because of the climate we're in. It's such an important song that every time they perform, like when they were on SNL, they did that. When they were on the Grammys, they did that. And there are so many other good songs on that album that I'm like, ah. I'd like for them to be able to do other shit, but they can't because we're living in a fucking maniacal world and yeah. we need this song. Um, let's see. Uh, what else did I write down? Uh, I had the, the biggest loser of the night I have right here. Uh, the guy who got absolutely cucked by the Grammys. Who uh, The guy, Greg, who wrote Adele's song. Uh, how'd he get cucked? Did, you didn't see that where... Uh, he was on stage with Adele, and I was trying to kill myself. The second, like from the second she so, won, yeah, I was looking was for not, objects this was, in my apartment. This was not album of the year. This was song of the year. Um, so she won song of the year first, uh, and she went up with that dude Greg. I think he wrote the song. Maybe he produced it. Um, but she won, gave like a little little speech, and then she was like, uh, "But I gotta th- thank Greg. He made this all happen. Like he's amazing." And oh, I do she, remember this. And she handed him the Grammy, and he went up to the mic to speak, and they immediately just like started blasting music and moved <laughs> on to the next uh, the next um, presentation. And was, the dude got no no time. On was the, the get the fuck off the stage music they played for Chance the most threatening get the fuck off the stage music you've ever heard? Normally, it's nice when Chance. No, what was the uh, no the, the remember the the Emmys. 
fucking what's his name? No, um, Questlove would spin like beats. Yeah, but he would fucking blast bass oh, no. in your face. No, yeah, he was definitely doing like some Apollo shit. <laughs> so he had the most aggressive, not the most uh, like threatening. Yeah, chances chance was up there thanking god and he was on his 200th turn of thanking god and it's like <laughs> alarming <laughs> shit get the fuck off there um no i would say that chance's performance was better though um my thing is for people who don't know chance the rapper i need them to know that if you liked sister act 2 in the last scene from sister act 2 then chance the rapper is for you and i feel like a lot of people don't know that so doing um Doing all we got after how great was a great way of doing that with the the choir and everything. Also, Kirk Franklin didn't really do anything during that performance, but I rewatched this morning and he was excellent at being captured by the cameras doing cool things. He had this one move where he kept doing where he would kind of uh, almost like the end of the the Ray Lewis dance where you kind of pull your your hands back and your elbows are out. Yeah, he was doing that a lot and. Every time the camera showed him, he was doing that. And it just looked... Go back and watch the performance. It looks very magnificent. It's a dance move that I think I'm going to start to incorporate. But you can only do it if you're trying to make it... I hate to use this term because it's overused by the whites. Epic. It makes it huge. So, shouts to Kirk Franklin. Not really doing anything other than dancing. Uh, Do we have anything on the Grammys? Um... Uh, Katie, P- big shots to Katie Perry for, for dressing a, like Diane Coffee. Yeah, uh, I thought she killed it on the, on her performance, but I will say she threw a very unnecessary jab at Britney Spears during the red carpet. Well, no, what did she do? Uh, they asked her about like so. I, so I guess she, I didn't know this, but I guess she took some time off for like a mental health break. Who did Katie Perry? Yeah. So okay. she she took some time away from the business and just kind of got her mental health back. Um, and then so she talked about it and they asked her how it was. And she's like, oh, really good. Uh, you know, just a just a really important time for me mentally. And, you know, I didn't I didn't shave my head. So everything's good. And uh, so that was a nice little dig at Britney Spears. Very unnecessary. I would say that that's an innocent little thing. But I feel that Katy Perry is such a calculated asshole. Oh yeah, uh, I think that was on purpose. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, she's that—that's somebody who's like shown respect for Britney Spears before. Really, she did. She did the uh, did the old uh, the jean jacket at the Grammys. Remember that the full jean? Oh outfit? yeah, that's right. That's right. So I think I don't know. Maybe now I have to go back and like revisionist like- history. Maybe she was mocking Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but yeah. So I th- I think that was unnecessary. Uh, at this point. I feel uncomfortable with making fun of Britney Spears. Like at the time, yeah, it was like, what the fuck is up with this chick? But like, it's clear that she was going through some shit, and she yeah. came out and she came out on the other side of it. So, yeah, and I'm usually, not I'm usually the kind her. of guy who's like, well, as long as they came out on the other side of it, it's okay to make fun of them. But like, she was going through some shit, and like, she was good enough to to pull herself out of that very very deep hole. So we should probably leave her alone. Did you see uh, Craig Ferguson's thing about her? His monologue about her? Yes. Yeah. That thing is awesome. That is like basically the best way to sum that up. Craig Ferguson is is underappreciated. Yeah. I didn't like him at first. Uh, 
but I really came around on him. And that, yeah, that if you haven't looked that up, if you haven't seen that, look that up. It is touching as fuck. Just Google uh, Craig Ferguson, Britney Spears. It'll take you there. And uh, then when you're done with that, Google listen to brunch.com slash merch. Buy a bunch of shit there. Um, quickly before we move on to the merch update. Uh, new songs that are good. Katy Perry's song, pretty good. I like it. Yeah, big it's, fan. It's not unbelievable, I don't think, but it's great. Nothing, uh, she, does, it's good. nothing she does is unbelievable. I know. I, I uh, well, California is pretty awesome. Uh, Teenage Dream, I think, is uh, that's a, like an elite song. But so she uh, has some bangers, but like nothing, nothing, nobody else could do. Right? She's um, she's she, she is made. She was she's made not into the a most star. talented. Right. Yeah, right. She's not. They made, they made her into a star because they like the way that she looks and they like the way that she acts. She's yeah. very packaged. Yes. Um, the Keith Urban Carrie Underwood song. Uh, Carrie Underwood sounded very bad, um, but that's a good song. That's like a very 80s kind of movie soundtrack type song. And I know that's the sound that everyone's going for these days. Uh, I think it's kind of respectable that uh, that Keith Urban and Carrie Underwood are kind of going across the line. Shania Twain, Faith Hill did it back in the day. You can do that. But I wish that song were sung by Carly Rae Jepsen and somebody else. Carly Rae Jepsen has tweeted this last night. Looks like the kid from Big Daddy now. Ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> um, uh, also, Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way, she the commercial with uh, Lil Yachty. Yep, very bad. She sang the chorus of whoever whoever mixed uh, and produced the that the music on that. Um, she sang the chorus of "It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right." They didn't tune it right. She uh, the uh, the second note of right was flat, and it was like that every time. They, so I mean, nothing about that was done right. <laughs> I know that was really fucking <laughs> that weird. Was so bad. Lil Yachty is really Lil get Yachty the, gambles get those, hard. Get those paychecks, man. <laughs> he gambles hard. He because he came out and he was like, "I don't need to do things for. I don't need to pay any homage to." past rap i could i'm just gonna sound kind of fucking weird and that'll be my thing and then he did pay homage to past rap and now he's a target rapper which i didn't think could be a thing but god bless you about a uh, big win for soundcloud rappers yes uh, yesterday because chance yes. rapper shouts to soundcloud <laughs> yeah big win for us yeah oh uh, yeah we're big SoundCloud, SoundCloud family yeah. soundcloud family so we basically won a grammy yesterday congrats to us Yes, uh, I was gonna tweet. I was gonna tweet that uh, after Adele won over Beyonce, I was gonna tweet like, "Sorry, pardon my take. The Academy just voted us best podcast." <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I can't believe we haven't hit on this yet, but Alicia Keys performed with Marin Morris, uh, who I've previously mentioned on the podcast, and I got thanked last night by a listener who uh, thanked me for turning them on to Marin Morris. Uh, she performed with Alicia Keys, and we both have the same opinion on Alicia Keys. Oh, not I, for me. I can't believe we've not discussed this. Alicia Keys. Fucking blows. I don't get it. I don't do not get the infatuation. With I her. think I just go after. I think the only artists I don't like are artists who are pretty good at best, but are called great. 
so I can't just leave them be where they are. Like, like Alicia Keys no writes some for good songs. To... She's a good pianist. She cannot fucking sing. And I, for some reason, that has slipped through the cracks for an entire career. I just like I don't. I could tell you probably like three songs that she's done, and I like maybe one of them. And it's just fucking like I don't understand people going into a frenzy every time she does something. She's not that good. I know. Uh, Marin Morris. I liked her look. Uh, she was going for the sex. She went hard for. She committed. So I said, "Good for you, kiddo." <laughs> and you don't you don't see that too often from a country artist. Yeah, um, they don't really like try to throw the sex in your face, except for Chris Stapleton. Yeah, but I he's mean, just a like... big, big old sweaty, hairy guy, and he's like, "All right, that's this is what you got." Yeah, right, uh, right in your face. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really dug Marin Morris's look. Uh, surprisingly, she's taller than I expected. I googled her height. She was crushing heels. She was lifted up. But she's still taller than I expected. She was on her Josh Groban shit because she, you raised me up oh, from wearing heels. I was say, does Josh she, Groban wear uh, wear lifts or something? She was. Uh, I don't. She. I overall, I was a fan of her performance. wasn't bad either. She was. Uh, it was not great, but fortunately, she had Alicia Keys come out and bail her out by being a thousand times worse than anything else. Um, that will wrap up Grammy talk. I suppose um fuck we're not going to be able to get to the walking dead which is good because it means that i can catch up on it at some point i didn't watch it uh i watched about 45 50 minutes of it yeah you're not missing much yeah uh merch update congrats thank you to everybody who bought a bunch of merch um those things some of them are people i expected yeah way more uh some are getting sent out as we speak some are uh so because the first orders for some reason there i'm not going to get into the technical shit of it because i don't totally understand it but um when it's set up there's like a seven day wait thing that happens that's normally a two-day wait thing but because it's the first transactions or whatever so some of them i think are going through now or in the next couple days and some of them are going to be another few days but that's just with the first orders that were placed so uh thank you to everybody who bought shit the long sleeve is wildly popular didn't see that coming uh only thing that doesn't have our faces on it (laughs) that's probably why it's wildly popular and the the dad hats yes uh also, whenever you get your stuff, if you've ordered merch, send us pictures. I want to yeah, see what they look like on you. Maybe we'll do. Okay, that's so not not well not may, not necessarily on you, but like I want to see what they look like in in the flesh in, in the real in, world in the real world. Okay, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Someone suggested we do a lookbook with oh, yeah. uh, our little brunchables wearing. Oh, maybe that can be the name of. I like that better than the bunch. Yeah, brunchables. Yeah. That sounds like we're going to eat them, which I like. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. It sounds like we're kind of the kings. Yeah, our little brunchkins. Ooh, (laughs) we're getting a lot of them now. 